Hello and welcome to You Irons, a uh, sad episode in the aftermath of our humiliating defeat to West Bromwich Albion at the London Stadium this afternoon. I'm Sam Delaney. I was at the game. Uh, sat beside me is the Athletics' Roshane Thomas, who's just come from the press conferences at the stadium. Bloody hell, Roshane. That's a new low, isn't it? I mean... For me, that was the worst, the worst performance of the season. It was that bad. Yeah. Like, first half was terrible. It could have been like 3 0 in the first half to West yeah. Brom. It was that bad. Yeah. Second half was even worse. And you're just thinking, like, like, where do we go from here? Because I can't see us improving anytime soon. Well, the thing is, before you change your manager in a season like this, in a weird way, you have hope. Because what you think is, if we change manager, maybe that will be enough. And not everyone wanted Moyes in, of course. He's not the most inspiring of appointments. But I I was happy to have any change. My attitude was change as good as the rest. And actually, I kind of was more positive about Moyes than a lot of people. Because I think it's all about what you're attempting to do, right? Pellegrini, maybe we were running before we could walk. We were trying to pick pick a team and play a style of football that we didn't quite have the ability for. Yeah. Moy is a much more straightforward manager and I thought maybe he can get more out of these players. Maybe Pellegrini was trying to play football that was beyond a lot of our players. Well, he's come in and after a good start against Bournemouth, it's just been downhill, downhill. Yeah. But I'm not blaming Moyes personally. Yeah, to me, it's the players. Yeah. The players aren't good enough. Yeah. And that is the thing. It's not even a case of there were good players playing badly. I think that we've all been a little bit deluded about certain members of this squad for a long time. We tell ourselves that people like Lanzini or Haller are good players, right? But the truth is, and, and they just had to find form, and Anderson as well, of course, didn't play today. Oh, they just need to find their form. But really, this is their form. This is as good as it's going to get. And it's not good enough. And you look at, uh, you know, players like Anderson, who didn't play, so let's not yeah. go on too much about him. But, so, yeah. but you look at Haller today, and you think to yourself, oh, we're in the middle of recording something, sorry. We're, we're recording something at the moment, so we just need to... We are recording a, a podcast here. Your, your colleague knows about it. So we don't need anything for now, thank you. Now, I don't know if we're going to leave that in or not, but just in case we do and we don't have time to edit it out, you should know, listeners, that we are at an Italian trattoria, right, near the London Stadium. It's called Gotto. It's actually very nice, notwithstanding that interruption from a very confused waiter. Uh, it's about a five minute walk along the River Lee from the stadium and very nice place for a pizza after the game although I have to say with Shane it's another reflection of how yeah. times have changed since Upton Park isn't it it's yeah. hardly Ken's calf uh, no no well, it used to be the bowling uh, the bowling Chapman pub yeah next, uh, next Upton Park obviously yeah yeah not but... these days not these days anyway back to the game you know you look at Alla today and you just think I don't know how we made the decision to buy that player 
because if we'd signed him for 20 million I'd be still asking questions about his ability <laughs> yeah. but 40 45 45, 45 million That's six goals so far and you know it's not just his goal record I'm not thinking oh well maybe he's not getting the service or maybe his confidence is shot yeah. the more I look at him the more I think I don't think it's about his confidence I just don't think he's got what it takes to be a top top striker in the Premier League to be a top top striker in the Premier League you need to be equipped with a lot of different abilities right and he's missing in certain key areas the key one's been pace right his pace is not good his movement is not good and his physicality is not good he's a big lad and we've seen the stats he wins a lot of headers right but he was bullied today yep. by West Brom's defence, right? He yep. didn't impose himself in the least upon them. Yep. And I'll be honest as well, he looks sulky. He look, he, you know, he kind of holds himself. He's got a body language of someone who's got the hump about something. Yep. And I'm looking at him thinking, what have you got yep. the hump about? It's us that should have the hump, mate. <laughs> you know, it's like, we mentioned in the previous podcast, he has no competition. Like, you know he's yes. playing week in, week out. He's yes. thinking, like, if I play rubbish today, I'm going to play this game anyway. A Jay played today, it wasn't convincing as well. Next game, right? Liverpool. I don't want to get ahead of myself, but oh. we've got Liverpool. Everyone's worried about that. Wait. I would I would drop Haller. I would play um, a Jetty with, uh, with Antonio up front. Yeah. And I would do it partly because, listen, this is a game where we haven't got much to lose because no one's expecting us to get a single point out of this, right? So I say make a point to Haller, drop him. Right, it's not gonna. We're not gonna get many chances anyway. I would say at least a jetty is running. Yeah. Right, he is running. He, you know, he made a hash of a couple of yeah. like, but, like semi opportunities. Wonder what Alea could do today, so. Yeah. yeah so I mean, I mean, it's the players. Yeah. I feel bad for Moyes. Yeah. One thing I would say though is that Sullivan, looking at that game today, must understand. That we need new players yeah. if we're going to stay in the Premier League because yeah. that team is going down. Yeah. Yeah. Let's just say it outright: we are going down. We've seen it before. We yeah. know what it looks like. We've seen. We know what a relegation doomed side yeah. looks like, yeah. and we have time. We have timed our run to perfection. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But the thing is, like, there's six days until right, six days until the window closes. Yeah. I mean, left it late again. Well, I don't think. I'll be honest. I don't think they want. I. Part of me thinks they're preparing for relegation, right? Part of me thinks that all of the sums they do, right, around our finances in this club, right, um, are based on being in the Premier League and the income that brings. And now they are thinking, oh no, it looks like we could go down. So the last thing we want to do is roll the dice and bring in players on big wages who we can't afford to keep if we go down, right? So I think that. Even Moyes, Moyes is almost doing the board's job for them because he is saying, and I know you've just been to the press conference, yeah. right? Well, I tell you what, before I comment on what I think Moyes is doing, should we have a little listen yeah. to what Moyes had to yeah. say after the game? It definitely wasn't lack of effort. No, their effort. Sometimes you'll say that as a, a generalised word. The players were determined to do well and we were all prepared to do well. I just think we're, we didn't show good quality and I thought West Brom played well for a period in the first half. You can see why, in a way, they're top of the league because they've got a good momentum uh, going for them. They're getting used to winning. And uh, I thought that was noticeable, but we just didn't do as well as we should have done. But with the greatest respect, I mean, that was pretty much a West Brom reserve. Yeah, totally, totally. Just like you get with 
with all respect, it was pretty much a first team, a West Ham first team today as well. So we we done everything we possibly could to try and get through in the cup. We gave, was, I was at home, I saw it as a chance. I wanted to give the supporters a cup run if I could. Uh, and I know sometimes you can say it's a distraction, but I felt that it would be helpful for us if we could get through in the cup. And uh, in truth, the only player we, we didn't really start was Mark Noble. We were trying to sort of keep him for the games coming up. The others all were carrying bits of knocks and were sort of nursing Mickey Antonio through a little bit at the moment. So that's David Moyes there. He was actually asked about Matty Cash, the right back. I don't know Forrest, like, if West Ham made a bid. And he yeah. said, West Ham have not made a bid. There's only been a few inquiries. Is that right? Right, that's right. So that, I mean, if you're a West Ham fan, probably for a bit of optimism the last week of the winter. Because it's been reported anywhere, yeah. everywhere, that we did make yeah, a £12 million, million yeah. pound bid for well, it. Moyes dismissed that, so that's not the case. Right. So, if you're a West Ham fan, you're thinking, like, what the hell is going on? Like, six days to go, and you're like, who on earth are we bringing in? Some unknown guy from Saudi. Like rubbish league, which is typical West Ham to try and save our season. David Moyes is saying, well, it's only worth bringing in players if we can get the right players. Uh, I'm much more of the Harry Redknapp school of thought, yeah. that sometimes it's right just to bring in players for the sake yeah. of it. Like, you bring in a player, as you said, to put pressure on Haller, yeah. right? To put pressure on some of the other players in the team who think that they're too easily selected. Yeah. You know, Lanzini, yeah. Anderson, these are players you get picked week in, week out, irrespective of their form, you know? I would say that, I mean, all, all through the team, in all yeah. honesty, yeah. people say central midfield is the biggest problem. But, you know, Sanchez obviously was diabolical today. But he's been diabolical. He's been so diabolical. Many times. Every single I mean? time he's into it, he's, he's been there for, what, one and a half seasons, and every time he's had a chance, yeah. he is not, it's not just a case of him not grabbing his chance, yeah. he has actively, like, worked against himself. Yeah. Today he looked like how I am when I, he's scared when he's on the ball. Yeah. It looks like he doesn't want it, yeah. and when he gets it, he panics and yeah. flails about. That, I mean, that's yeah. how I play football, yeah. right? Uh, you almost feel bad for him when he receives it because you know something terrible is yeah. going to happen. I cannot believe that Connor Coventry, right, who is, as far as I understand it, regarded as a, as a good a prospect as Declan Rice was in that position when he came through, yeah. has been allowed to go on loan when we have this sort of yeah. disastrous lack of talent in the central midfield. You cannot tell me that Conor Coventry would have done worse than Carlos Sanchez today. I mean, you, you probably yeah. have seen Conor Coventry I've seen him quite a few yeah. times and I actually wrote a piece and I was like, I can't remember who West Ham won the 23 as a player, but for me, Conor Coventry was the best player on the pitch. Really? And I was like, this guy, similar to Declan Rice, great attacking the ball, great reading the game. Like, Why not? He's not getting a chance. Mm. And lo and behold, a few days later, not like to Lincoln City. So you're thinking Lincoln like, City. you know what I mean? Lincoln City, like. Pretty low level. Low level, but you definitely cannot contribute a lot more than what Sanchez has been doing. I mean, Nathan Holland started on the bench for Oxford yeah. today against yeah. Newcastle United. Um, which is a shame because he came on in the 77th minute and I'm there looking at the fact that we had no wingers out there today. Yeah. We had Lanzini and Fornells in the wide positions, yeah. neither of them are natural wingers. Yeah. Uh, Holland is a pretty traditional winger yeah. and to be honest, in a cup game, you would have expected yeah. us to, it's exactly the sort of game today that we would have brought him on as sub probably for more yeah. than the 13 minutes yeah. he got for Oxford. I mean, yeah. So what's he doing yeah. at Oxford? You know what I mean? I mean, as you know, people would have heard an audio, 
Moyes was asked, like, you made three changes at half time, so you must have been really angry. He said you would have made more changes if you could. That's how annoyed he was. That's how annoyed he was. Well, at least, I tell you what, that's, at least Moyes is being real about yeah. it now. Do you know yeah. what I mean? I thought it was a big statement to make, yeah, Terry. Yeah. There's nothing worse, and there was, you know, when Pellegrini was in charge, yeah. we would all sit there and see us playing like shit, yeah. and then Pellegrini would come out and Shunga thought they played all right, yeah. and, you're, and you're going mad. Yeah. You can't believe me, you think, is he gaslighting yeah. us here? We're yeah. being gaslit. Can you not see it? I'm being gaslit by a Chilean man, <laughs> right? Uh, that, that's what it's like. So a li- I like it when Moyes goes, they were terrible, yeah. I made a triple substitution, yeah. and he was right to do it. Yeah. Um, I thought Noble was the only player to come out with any credibility of the entire game because he looked to cut above the rest of the team when he came in. You could tell he was angry. You could tell that he was trying his best to sort of rally the whole side in something. He missed a great opportunity and I feel feel sorry for him because he deserved, if anyone deserved a goal, it was him. And you know what, like just thinking about Noble, like what he's done for this club, he's reaching like the end of his career now. If anyone wants a cup final, it's Mark Noble. I know. If anyone wants to get a turn to the FA Cup final, it's definitely Mark Noble. Oh. You know what I mean? I know, and he played like a man who wanted yep. that. And and I, I said it on the previous episode, and not everyone agrees, but, you know, yeah, I do think that it would have been good to have kept Codder Coventry or called Cullen back from Charlton, yep. right? And I, and I would like to see us sign another central midfielder, but for me, when everyone's fit, and Rice and Noble are both fit and ticking in midfield. I think that's fine yeah. if they've got decent players around them. Yeah. Rice's confidence is low at the moment. Yeah. He, he didn't have his best game today. He gave the ball away a number yeah. of times, which is unlike him. Yeah. Um, and his confidence is, is shot, right? Uh, Noble is, is a great leader because he doesn't let that sort yeah. of stuff get to him. He, yeah. does it, he, he puts in a shift no matter what. Yeah. It's not bad. Those two players are, yeah. it, as a central midfield player and it's fine. What this team lacks is um, is pace and penetration. When you're at our level in the Premier League, I think that you need to be prepared to defend a lot against a lot of teams. Yeah. And your chance of beating teams is to hit them on the break. Yeah. Now, I'll go back a few years, right? <laughs> I'll go back a few years. I do this, Rashane. I'm a lot older than you. <laughs> but when Alan Pardew got this West Ham back in the Premier League yeah. in the mid-noughties right he looked at it and he thought how, you know, how are we going to compete the Premier League is such a high standard and a lot of these young players hadn't played in it before so he built a team that was entirely based on counter-attacking with huge amount of pace right so we had this side with two kind of hard-working midfielders with Rio Coca and, and uh, Mullins and we had um we had uh, Harewood and Everington as two pacey sort of wide players. Particularly, Everington was wide, Harewood was more in the middle. Not dissimilar to Antonio in yeah. the fact that he was very strong yeah, and quick. Strong, yeah. And we would just break. And it was obvious because we couldn't compete in a possession-based game against a lot of these sides. We couldn't compete. We had to let them have the ball. Yeah. And we had to rely on, more, on on two fast players. And I think that's how teams of our level compete. Yeah. The problem is we built a squad yeah. based on an idea that we were better than that. Yeah. Based on an idea that we could finish in the top six. Yeah. So we built we built players, we got players who who um, try to play in this more slow build-up yeah. way that you might see Manchester City yeah, exactly. employ. Right? Manchester City are one of the best club sides ever yeah. assembled yeah. in the world, yeah. right? 
with hundreds and hundreds of millions of pounds pumped into it, right? We have built a team full of your Four Nows, your Lanzinis, your Andersons, right? Who who think that they can play like City do, where you're tippy-tapping it around (laughs) and looking for that one killer ball through to a centre forward. A centre forward, if you want to play like that, for a start, you need an Aguero up front. You don't want a Haller who who can't turn on a sixpence, right? Who, who can't make those little imaginative runs, right? Who hasn't got, you know, who hasn't got the pace to do it. But that's the squad that Moyes has inherited, right? It is a squad that lacks, you know, the, the only way we're going to get out of this, and I think, Adam, if you ask me today who's going down, I would say, yeah, it will be us. Um, I mean, the West Brom fans are singing, you're going down with the Villa. Yeah, I, you know, I don't know. I would say Villa have got a better chance today than us. I look at Villa and I think, yeah, there's some talent in that squad. They've got yeah. an injury crisis, but I look at Jack Grealish and a couple yeah. of other players, I think they could stay up. Yeah. I think, not, to be honest, I think some weeks I look at Norwich and think they look after, they pretty decent. Yeah. Do you know what the thing about Norwich is? They've got a personality. They know how they want to play football. Yeah. Watford under Pearson have that as well. True. You know, we don't really know what our personality is. The truth is, if you left Moyes in this, even if we get relegated, if you leave Moyes in that job for a few years and give him a certain amount of freedom and independence, yeah. he will build a team like he did at Everton yeah. and Preston, right? Yeah. He will build a team that has personality and knows what it's supposed yeah. to do. The other thing that I'm interested in that you might be able to give me a clue to is what the atmosphere or morale is like within this squad. Because that's the thing that we as fans never know. You look at it and you think, is this a squad that has got cohesion? Is this a group of players that like each other, that get on with each other, that talk to each other? Or is it one of these squads we hear about where there's different factions, different cliques, and they're, you know, and different lads have different groups and yeah. they've all got their headphones on on yeah. the coach, yeah. right? I'm looking at it thinking, is that what's going on here? Yeah. Well, prior to the game, there was like a montage on the, on the screen, like, like a friendship test with Mr. Diop and Arthur Masawaku. Right. And they're both like, just having banter, like, you don't know me well, I know you well. So there's definitely some sort of like clicking the team. But right now, this team just has no confidence whatsoever. It's bereft of confidence. I mean, we had our first shot on target in the 85th minute. Oh no. Ajeti, Ale, Antonio, only in the 89th minute we had our first shot on target. And a lot of fans after the game were saying relegation could be the best thing that happens to us. Well, we you know, build and whatnot. I'm starting to think the same. And I think, no, I don't want us to get relegated. Yeah. But in a scenario where we did get relegated and we were forced to sell a lot of those players that we've been mentioning, yeah. probably a big loss in the case of Anderson and Haller, yeah. right? Um, and a few others, you know, you'd have, you'd get the likes of Yarmolenko, obviously Sanchez, and a yep. few others out of the squad. You'd rebuild probably with a bit more of a British yeah. kind of um, yeah. core to the team. Exactly. And um, you know, I would just like to see us bring in players who were sort of from the Championship yeah. and were less. In a way, we've just overreached yeah. as a club. We have overreached. Yeah, you know, he has played it. You know, David Sullivan has perhaps played it a bit like a teenage boy managing on Football Manager, yeah. right? He's trying to sort of dream too big, yeah. right? And and also a lot of fans, you know, do you know what I said at the beginning of the season? People said, "What well, what's your prediction for West Ham? And I said, I think we're going to win the league, right? <laughs> and, the re- and I said that because I was like, well, you know, I, when we sign a player, yeah. I always think the best of them. Yeah, best, yeah. 
So we signed Haller, and people said, well, he, he pulled up trees for Eintracht track Frankfurt, and he scored in the Europa League, and he was this and he was that. I just take that at face value, right? I'm a fan. I'm not an expert, right? And and, I, and I've, I've always been optimistic about West Ham. You have to be. And I'm like, I think we'll win the league. I think Anderson will have a fantastic second season. I think Lanzini will be back at his best. I think Pellegrini knows what he's doing. So I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, you know, I knew all along. I bloody didn't. I was as optimistic as anyone. But now I think... You know, if we did go down, which yeah. I hope doesn't happen, yeah. and if they gave Moyes a longer contract and said to him, right, mate, you're in charge. Now, before before we go, I want to get a few tweets out, but, you know, we have to touch on the fact that a lot of our fellow West Ham supporters are building an impressive <laughs> and very noble campaign um, against the owners of the club, who they think after 10 years have failed. And actually, to cut you off, there's actually another protest, February 29th. Right. There's another protest coming up soon, so... Okay, and people can go on Twitter and find yep. out about that if they want to take part. And I think, you know, it's to be applauded. I think they're doing it the right way. They're yep. doing it in a peaceful way. They're not being divisive. And I think, you know, you look at it and you think you can't blame managers. We've had yep. lots of managers come and go. Slavin Bilic was back today. It's a huge amount of affection for him. Yep. You know, and they've all had the same problems. Yep. And Sam Allardyce called it when he was in yep. charge. So true. He said, you know, there's a problem in this club, yep. right? Maybe it's partly to do with some fans who kind of do expect too much. I don't know. But clearly this this club's been run without a plan people say sack the board which I never understand because I think who's going to sack them that we don't have any option right other than to stick with the board it's up to them whether they're out or not and if they're making plenty of money out of it I can't see how people hard-nosed cynical business people like the owners of the club are going to go oh sorry don't you like us we'll do one however what about this Surely, you know, if you're the Glazers at Manchester United, you would be looking, if you had any sense right now, to replace Edward Woodward as your chief executive. If you're Sullivan, surely you could go out and look to recruit a top chief executive who could run the club, allow him to step away, think, I've done 10 years, I've not achieved what I wanted. The team have stood still, gone backwards in some ways. So clearly, and we've tried lots of different things, we've yeah. tried different managers, we've had yeah. director of football, yeah. we've had all this different stuff, it's just not worked. However, yeah. I love the club and I don't want to let it go. Yeah. And in fact, I want my children to inherit it, right? Yeah. So fine. Yeah. So what I'm going to do is, because the fans aren't happy and I have to look in the mirror and accept to myself that it's not been run properly, yeah. I'm going to go out and get a top chief executive, someone who's done a great job at another club, whether it was in the UK or abroad, I'm going to pay them top dollar and they're going to run the club. They're going to appoint the managers. They're going to run the transfer business. They're going to do the lot, the PR and everything. And me and David Gold and Brady, I don't know what that would mean for her. Frankly, I don't think many of us care. But step away from the club. Keep your ownership of the club. And if you like making money out of the club, make money out of the club as well. But put someone else in charge because you have to say, this is it's embarrassing after 10 years that we haven't gone anywhere. But you know what, a part of me feels like Sullivan like loves that thrill of closing deals. And I feel like that's that's the main reason why even if we get someone else in, he will always like be in their ears saying, Oh, let's try and get this person, let's try and get that yeah. person. He starts with that kind of character. I, I, I think I mean I don't know enough about it, but it feel it feels to me, I always feel as if he's been too close to too many agents. Yeah. Agents make their money at moving players around. Yeah. They're on to him the whole time. They yeah. know he's 
they almost appeal to his vanity. <laughs> they, yeah. they do because he's you know he's a rich man and he's got his own plaything, yeah. which is the club he's supported all his life, and they and they think he loves it and yeah. they and he does love it. And if they yeah. ring him up and get in his ear, they convince him. Yeah. How many players have we signed over the years from South America? Yeah, right? exactly. Who have turned? I mean, and name one. The only one who's ever had a serious number of appearances is yeah. Balbuena, who, yeah. by the way, yeah. I saw someone I saw someone tweet the general general anaesthetic, more like, <laughs> which I thought was one of the tweets today. Sorry, I can't remember who tweeted that. So apologies, I'll, I'll retweet it later. Um, so I think that's the problem. Shall I read out a few of these yeah. tweets? I, I put a tweet I put a tweet out from my account, which is at Delaney Man, um, asking for thoughts after the game. Um, people have said uh, James Fell writes a single signing wouldn't go amiss preferably another striker a more long term noble succession plan for central midfield and another fullback. Uh, Leonard Odesian says to succeed in the premiership a club needs owners with much deeper pockets than West Ham's owners appear to possess in the long run it's all about unlimited funds but maybe uh, Phil Murphy has just written David Effin Moyes uh, Tommy Gunn oh no actually he's written about something completely different uh, Ash Builder said, We're just completely gutless, no fight. Need to do whatever Hasselhoff, is how he puts it, did at Southampton oh, wow. after the 9 0 defeat to Leicester. Since then, they've been a different team, which is true. I mean, he's turned them around, which gives us some hope because I thought he was going to get the sack yeah. after that game. He didn't, and now they look, they're, they're yeah. going to be comfortably out yeah. of trouble, aren't they? Um, so that's a few things. Listen, we appreciate your tweets. I'm at Delaney Man. Rashane, you're at Rashane Sport. Rashane Sport. Um, so that's that final thoughts. I mean, look ahead to, to Wednesday. I'm yeah, terrified, mate. I mean, it's not, it's not, it could be 10-0 to Liverpool. Could be, couldn't it? It could be 10-0 to Liverpool. I mean, I don't fancy us to, to even score, much less get points. Mind you, the last time we felt like this, we were going to Chelsea away. Yeah. I mean, admittedly, Chelsea are not quite the team Liverpool are. Yeah. And we looked like we couldn't do anything. And we, we nicked a 1-0 win. And yeah. that is classic West Ham. Yeah. Liverpool have not lost all season, yeah. right? They've only drawn once. It would be classic West Ham to somehow pull something out of the hat on Wednesday. I can't see how they would yeah, do it right now, too, yeah. but it's happened before, hasn't it? It has happened before, but again, I, 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 I can't see it happening. I reckon, oh, speaking of the FA Cup, our FA Cup finals, that Brighton game, mm. that, that is our FA Cup final. Yeah. Because I, if I was boys, I'd rest players against Liverpool and focus on the Brighton game. Yeah. That is a must win. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's the first of February, isn't it? Um, that is a must win because after that we've got Liverpool again. We've got no, we have we have City. We've got City, City. Liverpool, Liverpool again. Southampton, and, yeah. Arsenal. I mean, it's, it's not looking good. Just to, in case we haven't depressed you enough on this episode of You Irons, um, West Brom, a Championship team made eight changes at the beginning of this match so what they didn't put out a strong side they put out basically a second string which was insulting to us their central midfield two were Chris Brunt and Gareth Barry who I think have a combined age of about 79 yeah right um, they also had 10 men for the last 22 minutes was it yeah about 20, 20 minutes I think it was 20 yeah. minutes uh, and we lost 1-0 yeah, and we only achieved a shot on goal once and that was in the last minute. minute so that's where we are today um, as West Ham go crashing out of the FA Cup uh, a long hard uh, spring lays ahead of us listen keep your tweets coming in to us we appreciate you listening this is you irons which is the only 
uh, West Ham podcast to come out with reaction straight after the game. Um, I've got something to read that I've forgotten about. Before we go, there's a 40% discount for an athletic subscription. If you want to go on to Athletic, you can get daily fantastic writing about all football, including a daily West Ham article by my uh, esteemed colleague here, Rashane Thomas, and a very fantastic they are too. So uh, go online, and if you want to subscribe, there's a 40% discount for listeners if you use the code WESTHAMPOD. So go online, subscribe to West Ham Pod, and uh, you can get daily writing about us and, loads and everything else that's going on in football. So there you go. Cheers for listening, Rashane. Thanks. Let's try and enjoy the rest of our weekend. I'll see you here again on Wednesday. See you again on Wednesday, and All hopefully right. it's good news. And don't forget, everyone, there's only one Samasia Boo. <laughs> <laughs>